SEP Fanfic Readings presents Aurelian by Biddy Blue Eyes. Chapter 3 Investigation Begins. Good morning, Hermione greeted flatly as she ascended the stairs and stopped at the third floor landing. Morning, Harry returned while he leaned against the wall and rubbed his eyes. How'd you sleep? You're joking, right? Hermione replied despondently. Yeah, it's been quite some time since either of us has had to sleep here, hasn't it? He said as he smiled fondly up the crooked stairwell. You know our inability to sleep has nothing to do with where we are, she sighed, leaning up against the wall next to him. Yeah, maybe, Harry shrugged noncommittally, but knowing full well she was right. But I'm sure that Ron's snoring still had something to do with it. A small smile tugged at the corner of Hermione's mouth. Yeah, well, maybe in your case, then. Speaking of, where is Ron? That's who we're waiting, Ron. Harry informed her, jerking his thumb toward the closed bathroom door. He's taking quite a long time, even for a shower, Hermione commented. You know how he is before coffee, Harry smiled. So, uh, where's Aurelian? He's downstairs. Molly's getting him cleaned up. He got rather sticky with the oranges he had at breakfast, Hermione fidgeted, still rather uncomfortable in her thoughts of the boy. You two have already eaten, then? Yeah, he didn't sleep well, either. He... He got frightened in the night, and I had to move up to the twins' old room and sleep in the other bed so he wouldn't be alone. She swallowed hard and anxiously examined her fingernails to avoid Harry's gaze. So, what did Robard say about you taking on a secret investigation? Nothing, really, he answered with a shrug. Of course. Who would question you? Hermione rolled her eyes. What did he say when you specifically asked for assistance? Again, nothing, Hermione. It's not that uncommon for us to work together. While that's true, you usually only ask for testing or paperwork. Yes, and while that's true, you're still the best they've got in the Evidence and Investigation Division, not to mention my best friend. I assure you that it doesn't look strange that I'm seeking you out. How's Ron taking it? Hermione inquired. He's a bit sour that he can't work with us, but it can't be helped. While I can work with you, and he can work with you, Ron and I working together would stick out. His work is general crime, not chasing dark wizards. If Robards or anyone saw the three of us working on a secret case, there would be a panic, Harry reasoned. I know. I just hate leaving him out, is all, Hermione explained. I know, I know, she said once she glanced at Harry. It's not like he's left out. We'll fill him in. I just know that I'd hate to be there, on the same floor, a few offices down, and unable to help. Oh, he'll help, just not directly. Damn it, what's taking him so long? I need a shower, too, and if he doesn't hurry, we're going to be late. Harry grumbled before pounding on the bathroom door impatiently. What are you waiting for anyway? You're already dressed, he said as he glanced at Hermione's cream-colored shirt and gray pencil skirt. It's the only bathroom here, Harry. I need to use the loo, Hermione chuckled. Oh, right. Merlin, this is why it's nice to live alone. I completely understand. The bathroom door finally opened and Harry and Hermione straightened up. Merlin, you guys don't need to beat the door down, Ron grumbled with a sour look on his face. His expression didn't have the effect he was looking for, though, since he stood there in a towel with water dripping from his sopping ginger hair into his eyes. After you, Hermione, Harry offered. She nodded in appreciation. Watch your head, Hermione advised as she held Aurelian tighter in her arms and exited the ministry fireplace. She looked at him and down at herself and cast a quick cleaning spell over them, which removed the ash from Aurelian's freshly laundered pale green robes. Ready? Harry asked from behind her. Yeah, we're ready, she answered. She gently placed Aurelian on the floor and took his hand in hers. Look, guys, I'm really sorry, but I gotta leave you here, Ron said miserably. I'm already running late, and if I don't get to my office before Gertie does, she's gonna have my head. It's okay, Ron, Harry assured him. I'll catch up with you later. Ron nodded and took off running. 
Harry and Hermione walked through the atrium at Aurelian's hurried pace, which was still slower than they normally would. Are you sure people aren't going to ask too many questions about him? Hermione asked with a sideways glance at Harry. You're being paranoid, Hermione, Harry told her flatly. Of course people are going to be curious, but we'll answer the same thing each time. He's a witness in an investigation, nothing more. Hermione nodded. She'd been paranoid all morning, it was true. She knew people would be only mildly curious, but it couldn't help but worry that people might somehow miraculously discover that he was hers. Morning, Bentley, Harry greeted casually. Morning, Mr. Potter, the security guard replied brightly as he folded his newspaper and placed it on top of the counter. How are you this morning? Doing fine, thanks. And what can I do for you this morning? He smiled and nodded to acknowledge Hermione's presence. We have a visitor with us today. Harry gestured toward Aurelia and Bentley stood on his toes to lean over the counter to see the visitor Harry was referring to. Oh my, and what's this little guy doing here today? This is Aurelian. He's helping with a case we're working on, Harry replied, like it was no way unusual. Of course, I'll just get you a badge, Bentley said with a lopsided smile. A loud clink sounded from behind the desk, and the man handed Hermione a shiny gold badge that read Aurelian, Department of Magical Law Enforcement. Must be nice having a visitor that doesn't need to be physically restrained. Harry nodded, and Hermione dropped to her knees in front of Aurelian. Here you go. You get your own special badge for today, Hermione smiled as she pinned it on his chest. Now come on, we have to get to the lifts. Aurelian never let go of Hermione's hand as they waited in line for the lifts. As soon as one arrived, they scooted in toward the back. Hermione looked down as she felt the many eyes on her. She knew it was because people recognized her after the war, especially since she was with Harry, but she couldn't help but be uncomfortable. She knew people would wonder about the small boy whose hand she held. Aurelian pointed excitedly at the memos that hovered over their heads. Look! Airplanes! Yeah, I know, Hermione said with a smile. Is that one for you, Mummy? He asked as he pointed to a yellow one near the front. Why would you think that would be for me? She asked uneasily, hoping no one had heard him call her Mummy. You always get lilla ones, he answered simply. Harry and Hermione exchanged surprised glances. That's right. Yellow members are for level two. Have you been to the ministry before, Aurelian? Harry asked. I come lots of times with Mummy, he smiled broadly. Harry and Hermione were relieved when the lift finally stopped at level two and they could exit, but as soon as they stepped out, a cheerful voice stopped them. Mr. Potter, a man greeted with delight. I am so glad I caught you. Uh, good morning. Uh, it's Gibsley, right? Harry responded with a courteous handshake. That's right, Alan Gibsley. You remembered. He grinned with pride and shook Harry's hand a little longer than was customary. Oh, and who is this with you today? Mr. Gibsley smiled at Aurelian, completely ignoring Hermione's presence. This is Aurelian. He's a witness in an investigation, Harry stated. He tried to be polite despite his frustration with people he didn't really know approaching him regularly. Good, good. So I was talking to my wife last night about you. Hermione was distracted from the man's rambling by a cold, hard voice. Granger! Hermione looked up to her right and audibly groaned in frustration. Ugh, great. Harry, I've... Harry nodded, looking sympathetic. Granger! the man barked again. Yes, Malfoy, Hermione asked. She left Aurelian at Harry's side and approached the irate blonde. Where the hell have you been? We had an appointment this morning. I've been waiting here for over half an hour. I know things are pretty lax in your department, but the International Magical Cooperation doesn't have patience for those that waste our valuable time. He angrily growled at her, his signature sneer in place. Hermione stared at him with her eyebrows raised and lips pursed in an expression of bored exasperation. I have our minister and the Italian minister breathing down my neck about the transfer report for that Italian convict, and I need... Daddy! A scream of delight sounded from behind Hermione. 
Harry and Hermione's mouths fell open as Aurelian flew forward and wrapped his arms tightly around Draco Malfoy's legs. Daddy! Daddy, you back! Uppy, uppy, daddy! What the... Who the hell is this? Draco shouted in disgust. Daddy, it's Ori! Aurelian answered, beaming up at the blonde man. Uppy, uppy! Get off of me, you stupid little brat! He ordered as he pushed the boy's arms off his leg. Aurelian, come here, Harry said in a level voice. His arms hung dead by his sides as he moved his fingers in request for Ori's hand. His hardened glare never veered from Malfoy's face. Aurelian slowly moved toward Harry and took the proffered hand. He's with you? If possible, Malfoy looked even more appalled, and he brushed the imaginary dirt from his robes. Harry simply nodded. Just keep it away from me. Hermione hadn't moved. She stood there in shock and horror. Her lips were parted, but she found herself unable to breathe. What are you doing still standing here, Granger? I need those papers, Malfoy barked. Godric, no, Hermione breathed. Praying to your house founder is not going to help me. Get your arse, Malfoy, Harry barked in return, earning him Draco's attention and a scathing look with it. Yes, Potter, he said impatiently. Harry's voice took on a solid, stoic state. The papers can wait. You're coming with us. The papers can wait? And who do you think you are that can... I said the papers can wait. We need to talk. Harry repeated in the same steady tone. You've just become a serious part of our investigation. Excuse me? He demanded in outrage. Aurelian pouted and partially hid himself behind Harry's legs. Harry didn't miss this and gave the tot's hand a gentle squeeze. You heard me. I don't have time for your games, and you can protest as much as you want. But you know better than anyone that if I summon you for questioning, the law says you must be there, Harry reminded him. This is ridiculous. I just... Draco paused a second to try to regain his composure. Look, Potter, he started again. He spoke slowly through clenched teeth as he tried to stay calm. It is very serious, very important to our nation's relationship with Italy for me to finish my assignment. Just let Granger fetch me the paperwork she has and I will be on my way. Sorry, Malfoy, but this isn't a game. You're coming with us. I'll send the papers you need and the correct papers from our department to explain to your superior that you are needed here, Harry said finally. Hermione, let's go. Godric, no, Hermione breathed again. Hermione, Harry admonished. Hermione nodded and seemed to come out of her stunned stupor. She still looked like she hadn't seen anything that had occurred around her, like she had completely disconnected from the world. This is just fucking great, Malfoy muttered furiously. Hermione came completely out of her daze to scold him over her shoulder. Watch your mouth! Malfoy sneered again, and Hermione looked ahead to follow the stiff form of Harry and the toddler with slumped shoulders that held onto his hand. Hermione felt stick to her stomach. In here, Malfoy, Harry instructed as he held the door open for the blonde man. Draco stopped and looked into the plain white room with a table with two chairs on either side of it. An interrogation room? Really? he demanded with furious indignation. I told you we need to talk, Harry repeated. That's it. This is harassment. I want to see your superior, Draco ordered. That can be arranged if you want, but I told you I'm not playing games. Robards will just tell me to use my discretion. Calling him here will just mean that you have to be here that much longer, Harry stated blandly. Draco did not reply. Just have a seat and I'll be in as soon as I send all the papers to your department head. Fine, he muttered and turned into the room. Bloody prejudiced horrors, he shouted as he slammed the door shut behind him. Harry and Hermione watched him plop moodily into one of the chairs, through the narrow window in the door. Harry sighed and looked down at a very distraught-looking toddler. Here, Aurelian, 
You sit here while we pull some things together, okay? He asked as he led the little boy to an oak office chair behind a large desk. Aurelian climbed up into the chair, and Harry returned to Hermione's side where she stared at Draco through the window from afar. Hermione turned to face Harry and was caught off guard by his upset and annoyed expression. Don't look at me like that, Harry, she ordered. Malfoy, Hermione? Malfoy, really? He insisted in a revolted disbelief. Stop it! I am just as shocked and horrified as you. More so, I'm sure, Hermione replied angrily. Just tell me. Have you been seeing him? Harry demanded. No, she shrieked with vehemence, terribly offended by the accusation. How can you even ask that? You know I don't like him. Didn't you just witness how we interact? Yeah, but Aurelian had to happen somehow. Harry, she cried indignantly. I'm just saying, Harry replied. He lost some of his anger as Hermione's fervid protest. Sorry, I just... Please summon those papers he's nagging about while I fill this out. Hermione obeyed and summoned them from her office a few doors down. A short time later, an orange paper airplane darted off to the offices of International Magical Cooperation. Hermione and Harry looked at the door to the interrogation room where Aurelian waved through the glass at Draco, who scowled back at the boy. I don't know about this, Harry, Hermione voiced apprehensively. I know. I don't like this either. But you know what's riding on this investigation. Hermione nodded, strode forward, and led herself and Aurelian into the room. Harry followed right behind. Oh, group effort, is it? Draco quipped. Going to sick the toddler on me again? Does he scare you? Hermione jeered. Draco's eyes narrowed. Enough. Aurelian is an important part of our investigation. That's why he's here. Harry explained as he took a very businesslike attitude. He helped Aurelian into the chair furthest from Draco. Harry sat beside the tot and left Hermione with no choice but to sit next to Draco. Draco leaned back in his chair and said seriously, If I'm being accused of anything, I want my lawyer. You're not being accused of anything. Yet. Harry stated, suddenly suspicious of why the man would desire a lawyer's presence. I haven't done anything, Potter, so just get on with whatever it is you want from me. We have reason to believe that there is some secret Death Eater activity going on, Harry said cautiously. What? Draco asked a bit uncomfortably. He recovered quickly and returned to his disgruntled manner. So, rumors of Death Eaters and you immediately look at me. You of all people should know my stand on the matter, Potter. It was only with my testimony and assistance that you were able to lock away half the people you did. If I heard anything about Death Eater activity, don't you think I'd be running to you instead of the other way around? Would you ever run to anyone, especially Harry, if you needed help? Hermione asked skeptically. Draco scowled at her. No one asked you. Now, I haven't heard anything, not even rumors. Next question. You do have more questions, don't you? Plenty, Harry said flatly. The problem is that we don't know how to go about it. The truth is, this is quite a complicated case, and completely confidential. Whether you know it or not, you are very much at the center of it. So I'm going to give you two options. Because of where you stand in this case, I'm willing to extend an invitation to you to join the investigation and help us at peer level. Or you can remain in the position you are now, which means I cannot answer your questions, but you'll be coming to see us regularly until the case is solved. Those are my choices? I'm stuck in this either way? Draco glowered. I didn't say you'd like the options, Harry stated. Harry? Hermione gave Harry a questioning, pleading look. She wasn't sure that she liked the idea of Draco working with them on this. Malfoy frowned at her, uncertain what to make of her reluctance. What happens if I agree to help? Draco inquired, looking between them. I fill out more paperwork for your department that excuses you from the work to help here. You leave your position as long as this takes, and your position is saved for when you return. You continue to receive your salary while you're working with us, 
Harry defined the position quite professionally, taking Draco off guard. And if I refuse, Draco pried, we still write your department, explaining that you are needed to gather information. You return to work when we finish asking questions, and you come back here every time we summon you. I assure you, it will look much better to your superiors if, the, if you take option one. Hermione explained with a grudging acceptance that it would be better for Draco was involved. Option two means I don't have to put up with you as much, though, Draco continued. Neither Hermione nor Harry responded while Draco seemed to be having an internal battle. Fine, get talking. You are agreeing to become an official part of this investigation, then? Harry checked. Yes, Potter, he answered flatly as he avoided Harry's eyes. You know that this means you can't speak of this with anyone, correct? Hermione pressed. I'll bind you to it if I must, Harry threatened. Sweet Salazar, Draco exclaimed, throwing his hands in the air. I get it, okay? I know what I agreed to. And just who do you think I'm going to be sharing this with anyway? This is not something I'm looking forward to. Hermione and Harry exchanged looks and nodded. That would do. All right. Where to start? Harry wondered aloud, 